Hey, it's Memes. I'm a former makeup artist, and this is Swatch of Horrors, where we talk beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. In honor of prom season, well, just to let you know, my prom was a long time ago, but in honor of prom season, I thought it would be interesting to talk about my experience for senior prom, about the time I almost didn't get my makeup done, and I know some of you might be saying, okay, boo-hoo, big deal, there's bigger problems in the world. Well, when you're 17, 18 years old, and it's your senior prom, and you had an appointment, and suddenly you don't have an appointment, it's kind of a big deal. And I also wanted to introduce a new segment that I think would be interesting, especially once I get another guest on here, about... What is on your TikTok algorithm? Or really, I guess, what's on your For You page? So stick with me. Sometimes it's really weird stuff that has nothing to do with my interests, but yet here I am. So if you like the podcast, the best and easiest way and the free way to support the podcast, just give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow the podcast, subscribe, um, so that you never miss an episode, you can uh, hit that follow button, I think, on Spotify. And Swatch of Horrors is also on Instagram and TikTok. Swatch you know the drill. And let's talk some beauty horrors. I'm looking for a new compete I wasn't sure if I was going to record today because I'm just recovering mentally, somewhat physically too. It's, you know, just mental issues sadness, anxiety, depression, oh, everything, you know? It's been fun, but I, I feel like I'm okay right now, and um, the physical stuff, my body is just being weird again, and I go through this crazy, I don't want to say crazy, um, this cycle of, I get a clean bill of health, and then something weird happens, and then I freak out, and I spiral and this has been happening consistently. And so then, because it's been a pattern for me, I've been able to just tell myself to stop. And I know this sounds really silly and maybe not helpful, but I think I've gotten to the point where I'm tired of myself for freaking out. So I'm literally just like, you need to stop because everything in the last few weeks has been fine. And you've been able to deal with things very easily with a simple resolution, like get some vitamin D. But now uh, I'm having some interesting leg calf issues. Um, and that, that was a little different than my vitamin D deficiency symptoms. So now I'm like trying not to freak out yet again. But to me, I started thinking, okay, I, I'm, I'm a problem solver. I'm a researcher, like in nature, I, by nature. So I'm 
looking up all the different things that it could be, and that's probably not that good and healthy to do, but it gives me an idea of, I guess, a sense of control. So I know I've been taking this high dose of vitamin D that was prescribed by my doctor, but obviously there's pros and cons and there's side effects to some things and everything or nothing. Sometimes you don't get side effects, but I have an inkling that, excuse me, I think maybe the symptoms I'm experiencing could be related to the vitamin D. So uh, I spoke with a healthcare professional and we're going to try to, uh, starting next week when my next dose is up. Anyway, this is so TMI. Uh, I'm just going to lower my dosage and for two weeks, see how I feel. But again, um, don't listen to me. Go, if you have an issue, talk to your doctor. I spoke with a medical professional, so I'm, I'm good. I feel okay in what I'm going to try and I'm going to get off this high dose of vitamin D and, go to a lower dose. I've been getting outside a little bit more often too, so maybe maybe it's just that. I don't know. Maybe it's low iron or women. Or, well, actually, you know, some people here might not be women, so pardon me. Let's be more inclusive here. Uh, those of us who are, uh, who are women will understand that we do need iron from time to time, so who knows? I'm trying desperately to stay hydrated. But anyway, that's partly what's part of what's been going on. And sorry, this, this, um, gummy's kicking in. I don't want to say sorry too often and neither should you because it's makes us look weak. We're not weak. We're strong. Uh, so yeah, I, I just want you to know where I'm at mentally and physically. And I'm just trying to, be okay. And I think I'm okay for now. Now let's get right into the new segment. What is on my TikTok algorithm, my for you page? And some of it, yes, makes makes perfect sense. There's a lot of makeup. There's a lot of hair stuff. Yes, I'm. this is a beauty podcast. It's my beauty podcast account. That stuff makes sense. There's a lot of home house DIY stuff, woodworking. I'm really into home projects right now. Not that I'm doing a lot of them, but I want to learn how to do a lot of stuff. And that makes sense. Yes. There's also uh, language lessons. So I love learning different languages. I'm not, I don't know too many. I mean, I know some Spanish. Uh, I know some Vietnamese. Uh, and then obviously English and I, I know some bits and pieces of phrases from different languages and I love learning them because honestly I feel like it connects me with other people that I meet who speak who may not speak um, who speak different languages I guess you could say and it just builds a cool connection with people especially when you're able to say stuff in their native tongue. And I know this can be really obnoxious sometimes when certain people do it in a certain way. Like, for example, if you're going to say something to someone in a different language, you better be sure they speak that language, okay? What I mean is, for example, 
if you look at me and maybe maybe today I look Asian because I'm I'm Asian and I'm of Mexican and if some person comes up to me and just starts trying to greet me in an Asian language that I don't speak I'm gonna be really mad and annoyed because you assumed that I was one thing and I'm not and it it's really obnoxious so you don't want to do that you want to make sure you know I don't know there's so many nuances to this like I, I don't even know why this is becoming a tangent but let's go back right let's go back to the to the new series that, that I'm trying to do the new segment my free page okay dogs different languages language lessons that makes sense dogs totally makes sense uh Rosalia, I'm not a fan really. I mean, her music's okay, and I think she was kind of problematic here and there. I think, um, I, I don't really know much about her, but for some reason, that's like my whole for you page. I don't even really listen to her music, so not sure. So that's that's different. Then we get into right uh, right now. I've been seeing a lot of amputee, amputee TikTok, uh, which is really educational. I'm, I really like learning about stuff in general. So I'm like, okay, this is interesting, but I've stayed on there. And then it became like, um, disability talk or it's more specific to, to people who don't have all their limbs or some of their limbs. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. It's interesting because it, like, it doesn't apply to my life in terms of I don't know anyone who's an amputee, I'm not an amputee, I don't know anybody who, I don't think, yeah, so I'm like, okay, this is, this is interesting, um, I used to be on, like, dead dog talk, which, which destroyed me, I could not be on there, because it was always a video about a dog dying, about their pet dog, and it's that song in the background, I just want to talk, like shut up I do not need to be depressed even more than I already am so do not tell me about dead dogs so we're not on dead dog talk anymore another weird um when I say weird I don't mean it in a just disrespectful way but there were these like women in a different country and I didn't research what country but there's some music going in the background, live music. It's, a, it's like a backyard barbecue or a party. And they're wearing these huge, elaborate, like, quinceanera dresses. Um, but they're not, like, Spanish-speaking. And they have, like, a clarinet in the background going, like, and then these ladies, they're just kind of, like, bouncing their shoulders up with their hands out to the side. But their faces look very, like, like deadpan like, they don't enjoy being there that much, but they're just, like, vibing and dancing to the music, and it's a bunch of these ladies in a line, and they were, like, vibing out. I don't know. It, I was on that talk for a while, and I kind of stayed on it because it was really entertaining to me. I was on uh, Kali, Kali talk. So, um, I, I don't know much about this, so I'm looking on Wikipedia, and I know that's you know, this is just a quick Google search, okay? So, Kali is a Hindu goddess who is considered to be the goddess of ultimate power, time, destruction, and change. So, I was on this talk where 
people would dress up as this goddess and she she's blue so their, their whole body's painted blue she has her tongue sticking out and her tongue is like an orange and i believe she sticks her tongue out to like catch the blood of like the i don't know whatever she murdered i i'm just paraphrasing this so please don't come for me i'm just scrolling and i'm trying to find it on online and i can't find it but that's that was really interesting so yeah, that's been my algorithm lately. I'm sure it will change. And uh, let me know what's on your For You page. Tell me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know. Or tell me on TikTok. Now about prom. Let me tell you about prom makeup in a retail setting. This may vary from brand to brand, from store to store. But if you're not a makeup artist or you weren't one or you don't really know about it, let me tell you from the perspective of a retail worker, because I'm a former makeup artist, remember? Yes, of course. So, when you work in makeup and you sell makeup, but you're also a makeup artist, typically, okay, not everywhere, typically you need to sell for every appointment. So when you come to get your makeup done, you made your appointment, typically you're expected to sell makeup to your client so that they can buy stuff, right? And I remember being a teenager and feeling really guilty that, like, okay, my mom's going to have to, like, buy some items for me to get my makeup done. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just always felt guilty about um, having my parents, like, give me stuff. So while everyone was getting their makeup done at MAC, at a makeup counter, at a department store... I thought I would be cool and be different, okay? I thought, let's do something that someone's probably not going to do. Let's get my makeup done at a kiosk, at one of those makeup kiosks at the mall. Okay, probably not the best idea, right? But I thought, hey, they have really cool makeup. It was like those little pigments that they would sell that stack on top of each other. Remember those? And I I love those little kiosks at the mall for certain things, but for makeup, I don't know if that was really... I feel like that was a red flag. Looking back now, I probably shouldn't have tried to be different and gone to the mall kiosk. So this is what happened. It was like a weekday. I go in there and I love the makeup. I bought like a few but before I bought them, the salesperson was like, yeah, um, I was asking, can I get my makeup done? Like, if I buy some stuff, can I get my makeup done and make an appointment for whatever it was this Saturday from prom? She's like, yeah, yeah, here, uh, let me show you. And so she was, like, showing me a couple pieces, and I put a little stack together because they were, like, these little plastic pigments uh, that would stack on top of each other, and they, like, twist, twist off. So I bought like a couple towers. I don't remember how many of those things I bought. And she was so nice and she said, yeah, like you're buying it today. Uh, you can come back and get your makeup done. Which now that I know, because I was a makeup artist, it doesn't work that way. The day that you buy is the day that you're going to get your makeup done. So already, like I didn't know I was a teenager. I didn't know this. So come prom day right I remember 
I'm early as usual for the most part. I'm, I'm pretty much an early person. I don't really like to be late. And I'm walking around a department store, the, the poppin' one, right? Where everyone's getting their makeup done at one of these brand name places, brand name makeup counters. And I remember seeing my friend and from behind, cause she, she had this beautiful, like vintage updo. And I remember seeing this beautiful hair. And then when I got closer, she turned around, I was like, my friend, I was like, oh, hey, like, I'll see you later. Yeah, this is gonna be great. So remember seeing her and I'm like, all right, it's time to go to my appointment. Let's go to the mall kiosk. I go there and there was this tall woman. She was like blonde, uh, sweetest, sweetest person. Then I, I said that I was here for a makeup appointment and she looked really confused. And then I started feeling kind of scared. I'm like, okay, why is she confused? And she flips through her appointment book, whatever it was, or looking for notes, nothing. Okay nothing and it it was just a big shit show right after that the girl was so nice the woman was so nice but she called the worker who was apparently off that day and she calls her and I I hear her I don't even remember the conversation but I know she was trying to tell her like um you you're supposed to be here to take this makeup appointment like where are you and I don't know we both kind of just sat there all of this is a blur because this is so long ago, but I remember us kind of waiting and waiting a little bit for that artist to get there. And as soon as she got there, she like slammed her stuff down in a huff. She had sunglasses on. She looked like a mess and she like gave me the biggest attitude. She was like, and now that I think of it, I don't even remember if what the attitude was about. I think she was trying to deny that I bought anything with her and she was like, okay, well, I'm here. Let's do your makeup. Like she was so mean about it. And at that point, I, I don't even remember if words came out of my mouth or if I was upset. I don't even know if I stood up for myself at this point in life with adults, but I think we came, all came to the agreement that I didn't want her doing my makeup because she was so rude to me and so nasty. And let's take a time out here because I want to unpack that at the time and even now thinking about it. Yeah, I would be mad too if I had to come in on my day off and do makeup for someone. But there's the flip side. Why did you lie? Why did you lie to this teenager and say yeah, you can come back on this day and I'll do your makeup when you knew damn well you were not going to be there. Who puts a teenager through that for prom? Prom is such a big deal when you're a teenager. Like, you want to look your best. You, you usually have a date. Sometimes you don't, and that's fine. I didn't have a date, but I wanted to look my best. And I thought coming to this kiosk and buying their stuff was going to add to the look was going to make me feel great about myself. And yeah, she wasn't going to do my makeup. I didn't want her to. And yeah, so what kind of person does that? Obviously, she wanted the sale. Obviously, she needed to make her sales goals. But what at the expense of a teenager whose prom you basically were going to ruin? I, I don't know, that really sat really 
wrong with me and it was really upsetting when she was like okay well let's do your makeup I'm here like no so I don't know like to this day I wonder what does she do in life where is she at has she is she a nicer person now I don't know but after that whole fiasco she basically took off because I decided like base I don't know if I decided or the other associate decided but yeah she she took off because she wasn't gonna do my makeup obviously and this she was like a barbie okay the the associate that was there she was super tall blonde long hair uh she said and I remember too we had a conversation she was from uh, Israel and she was so nice to me this teenager on her prom day she did my makeup and and I don't even know if I bought anything. I looking back now as an adult because your brain is not formed correctly or I mean properly or to its full potential I should say. When you're young, your your brain is still developing is what I'm trying to say. Jeez. I didn't know. I mean or and maybe I was broke. I don't know. Maybe I didn't want to use more of my parents' money. I sh- looking back now if a makeup artist does something like that for you, they, they, they take over and make your day, they turn your day around and they didn't even have to, you better give them their flowers. You write the manager, you do a Yelp review, you shout out their name from the top of the building because they deserve that. And for every like crappy customer it's the good ones that really makes being a makeup artist or made being a makeup artist a rewarding job at times. And that made it worth it sometimes to get these great connections with people. And I tell you, I think that is why that experience is why I liked doing prom makeup. I always did. And circling back to buying stuff when you do makeup... I sometimes, like, the girls sometimes say didn't buy anything or they weren't going to buy anything. And I said, it's fine. Like, don't even worry about it. Because I was that girl. I was that girl who almost didn't get her makeup done. And even though I brought, bought product at the time, like, I knew how bad I would have felt, like, getting my makeup done at MAC or something or... Because um, when I had my makeup done for an, another formal when I was in high school, uh, I had it done at a Stila counter. And that's a whole nother story. It was a good good interaction. Uh, the makeup artist, as an aside, she was, um, I think she was Vietnamese. She was definitely Asian. And I thought she was the coolest girl at the department store. I was like, wow, like, she's so cool looking, she's wearing all black, and her makeup, and she's Asian, like me, and uh, I saw her go from Stila to Mac, and I was like, yeah, she's so cool, like, of course she would work for Mac, and, you know, this was Mac's, like, heyday, and that, when, when I say stuff like that, like, that's, like, representation, and even though it was just retail, it was just makeup, makeup counter, like, because I saw her, I eventually would see myself at a counter like, yeah, I can work here too. You know, even though I didn't look like her, but, and that's the thing with elevating and repre- elevating voices of people of color, 
representation. Um, I remember this podcast I used to listen to, um, Latinos Who Lunch. They, um, they don't, they're gone. I mean, they're, they're still here. They're alive. But, um, they, God damn this fucking gummy. Their, their podcast is no longer um, in session or what do you call it? It's done. They're still around. They're doing their own different things. But, um, they would say, um, representation matters and they had a phrase I think at the end um base man it was at the tip of my tongue basically when you listen to a podcast people of color when you support minorities you elevate our voices and our representations matter because it impacts the younger people who are just like us to tell them and show them that you can do this too you can start a podcast hey you listening you can start a podcast it's it's not 100% easy but I think it's really easy now than it was a few years ago especially now a lot easier so I'm just saying uh, I went off on a tangent about how important representation is but back to why like I like prom makeup because it's typically easy but nowadays, I mean, with the rise of Instagram at that time, Instagram makeup, these girls wanted a little, you know, challenging things. But traditionally, prom makeup has been refreshing, pretty, nice, age appropriate. And I loved doing it because, like I said, I was that girl. I was that teenager who almost had felt like her prom day was going to get be ruined. And I love making their day. So, remember if you have a client in your chair who is a child, okay, a teenager, be nice to them, be kind. Teach them something. Don't expect them to buy stuff. Don't hound their parents. Don't be an asshole. Because these kids now, I think they're probably more fragile in some ways. They are very resilient, but... With social media, it's so cruel. It is so awful now. Everything follows them home. So be nice to them. Be extra nice to them, especially if they end up in your chair, if you're a hairstylist for doing their hair. If, because I would never want to be a teenager again. I, if I come, if reincarnation, what is it? Reincarnation. I was going to say reincantation. <laughs> reincarnation is real I don't for me I don't believe in that but if it is I don't ever don't bring me back as a teenager I would rather come back as I don't know scorpion or something like I don't want to be a teenager ever again because it was one of the hardest times of my life and in this feel in the last few weeks I feel like I've been going back there and 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 please stick like stick with me here I talk about mental health on this podcast because it's so near and dear to me because I live it every day. Like some days and a lot of days are great, but I've had dark times. And sometimes when I get a dark one day, not years, when I get one dark day now, now that I'm in my 30s, it brings me back to that time where things were dark all the time. And I don't like remembering that. I don't like feeling that. But sometimes I have to go back there in order to move forward to heal. So that's kind of what I'm doing lately. 
if I get a flashback and I remember something, I dive into it and I hang on to that memory. I'm like, oh yeah, why did I remember this? And it allows me to hopefully heal and move on. So be nice, again, be nice to that teenager because when she's in her 30s, she's going to be making a podcast and talking about how much of an asshole you were to her. Um, and, you know, like, come on, be nice to these teenagers. Same thing with the hair. And sometimes this is a perfect teaching moment, okay? Not everyone has a mom that's going to tell them how to do their nails if they want their nails, hair, makeup. Not every girl or even boy, not every person child had somebody teaching them how to do something so being in the beauty industry is so personal like you have that power to shape a young person's like moment life why am I getting so emotional oh my god you okay um if he if lost farm wants to sponsor me come on through come on through kiva um kiva i think k-i-v-a i i fuck with those gummies so hard anyway um let's go back to yeah so when you are able to teach a teenager who's sitting in your chair how she should be brushing her hair when it's wet how she should be styling it, how, be kind, okay, if she has dandruff, okay, be kind, be nice, tell her in a nice way, tell her, you know, tell mom in a nice way, and um, suggest shampoos, or just see a dermatologist, be kind to them, because you don't know what they're going through, you don't know if they have anybody to teach them how to do these things. And I feel like beauty makes people feel good about themselves, whether you choose to do only skincare, whether you choose to do makeup, no makeup, whether you're a hair girl, hair boy, hair guy, hair they, and that's your thing is hair. Like that makes you feel some, some people, they don't, they don't need anything and they feel good about themselves, but some people rely on their hair, their makeup as their facade, as their mask to help them get through the day. And beauty doesn't have to be superficial. It does not have to be vain. Beauty can be the thing that makes you just feel good about yourself. And it can mean anything. To me, beauty is like hair and makeup done. To someone else, it just might be wearing their favorite dress. So, yeah, I, I think maybe let's, let's, let's get back to a point here of if you're having a shitty day, which we all have them, just think of how you have that ability to make somebody not have a shitty day anymore because you taught them the right way to I don't know, line their lips or the right way to put mascara on. I don't know. Like you have that power to do that. So whenever you're having a bad day because a customer was treating you like 
you're a peasant, just remember that you, you're going to make it up on the next person. The next person's going to be even nicer, hopefully. And if they're not, well, maybe you'll get, get it on the next one. Thinking back to it, I didn't have a date for prom. Nobody asked me. And I wasn't like, I wasn't a weirdo. I mean, kind of, but like, I knew a lot of people. I thought it was fairly popular, but in a, a low key way, like I knew a lot of the popular people. And then I, at the end of this senior year, I just drifted away and I would hang out with the, it was like the dark corner where all the goth kids, emo kids, punk, everybody alt was like in the corner in the hallways we all hung out there so eventually like I kind of landed in that group because that's kind of where all the like the the misfits and the people who didn't fit in anywhere that's where you went and it was very welcoming now that I remember uh so I went from being like friends with all the popular kids and stuff to having really rocky friendships with my best friends and feeling so out of place by senior year and you're not really friends with the people you've been friends with anymore and 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 so then you go find a new group of friends and so prom was very like bittersweet it was really sad because I ended up going with a group of people who I had drifted so far away from and it was just hard so imagine prom night imagine you already were going through all these things with your friends that you thought you were friends with and you don't have a date and everyone seems to have a date and for whatever damn reason we we grew up to a place of value in if we in ourselves whether we had a date or not like like that that was supposed to determine our value it doesn't but yet I mean I always felt like at the time like yeah I could get a date somebody would want to take me to prom but nobody did and I was told maybe like I was intimidating or you know like some people just didn't have the balls I don't know but imagine already dealing with all of that and then feeling like well I'm not gonna be the pretty girl that I thought I could be with makeup I don't know um but I think if I wasn't able to get my makeup done, I think my mom definitely would have helped me because she did my makeup for one of the winter formals a few years back before that senior um, prom, whatever. Uh, so I remember she, she would help me with my makeup too. So yeah, my mom did, um, she helped me out and she did my hair for winter formal one, one formal two. I think she would have helped me and I think it still would have been fine if I didn't get my makeup done, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's so weird after all these years, how it's like that Maya Angelou quote, you don't always, and I'm going to butcher this. You don't always remember like what someone says to you, but you always remember how they made you feel. And years, years, years later, I still remember feeling like shit because of that shady makeup artist salesperson. So just remember how you can make somebody feel. Just remember that on your job. Even if you don't work in beauty, remember how you can make somebody feel. Because when you make someone feel like shit, they're going to remember. And if you're someone like me or if you're a Capricorn, you definitely probably will hold that grudge forever. So 
Yeah, it's exhausting holding grudges. I don't like holding on grudges. It's pretty much wasted energy, but I don't know. It's, it's I'm programmed to hold grudges. Maybe it's the Vietnamese in me too. I don't know. I don't mean to stereotype, but we want revenge too. But yeah, um, anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and send me a DM of your prom stories, your beauty stories from being a teenager. I'm, I feel very nostalgic about it. I feel very close. I guess it's very close to the heart for me. Very formative time. So... Again, this is Memes. I'm a former makeup artist, and this is Swatch of Horrors, where we talk beauty horror stories. Told by beauty professionals, don't forget to rate the podcast and subscribe. Talk to you later.